Today's Baba Kamen of Chav Gimel, or the two dots about a third of the way up from the bottom of Chav Gimel Amud Aleph, quoting the Mishnah, Al So this is referring to the case that we learned where you have a dog and he goes and takes someone Harara, which is someone's cookie, and the cookie was attached to some type of coal that was on fire, so it could also burn things. So he ate the cookie and lit a Gaddish on fire. So the Alacha is Al Nezak Shalim. On the Harara for eating someone else's cookie, you're going to have to pay for that and he's going to pay Nezak Shalim, because that's regular Shane, Mishos and you're going to have to pay Nezak Shalim. And on the Gaddish that he put the coal down and and burnt up this pile of grain and burnt up this Gaddish, so he's going to have to pay Chatzin Nezek. And that's like the din of Tzreiris, as we learned. It's indirect. It's only Kaiach. You're going to have to pay Chatzin Nezek. But the Gemara says, Man Chayev. Who exactly is Chayev? Because there's two people in the situation. Who is Chayev on the Gaddish that was burnt down over here? There's the owner of the coal. Maybe he should be Chayev because he left his coal out and some dog took it and lit this person's Gaddish on fire. So there's the owner of the coal, but then there's the owner of the dog, and it's two different people. So who exactly are we saying is going to be Chayev the Chatzin Nezek on the Gaddish for burning it down? Is the the owner of the coal or the owner of the dog? Says the Gemara, Bal Kelev. It's the owner of the dog that's going to be Chayev. Says the Gemara, why? Nami Bal It's not the day. If the guy left his coal lying around, maybe that's a Poishea, maybe that's a Pshia, and he should also take part, and he should also be Chayev because he didn't watch his coal properly. Says the Gemara, We're talking about a case where he did watch his coal properly, and the dog, anyways, got there somehow, but he did his part, and that's why he's not going to be Chayev. And it's only the owner of the dog that's going to be Chayev because his mum and his dog went and was Mazik. Says the Gemara, Gachalte my boy Kelev Hassan. I mean, we, we kind of maneuvered this, but the point is that if the Gemara is just asking if it's a case where he guarded his coal that no one should get it, so how exactly did the dog get it? My boy Kelev Hassan, what was the dog doing there? Says the Gemara we're dealing with a case where he kind of dug his way under the door. And as Tysus explains, okay, so he didn't guard it properly. No, he did guard it properly. He's not supposed to expect that. He put up fences, he did his part, he locked the door. Now, the dog going in and getting it, that's going to be on the Balha dog's fault, the Balha Kelev, because he should have guarded his dog, because it's normal, you should know, for a dog to try to get. Get, to try to get his way into things and to go under doors. And Amar Amari Bereder of Kahana, Zaysamers, that we learn from here that the owner of the dog is going to be Chayv over here, that Stam Dalas is Chaturasin Yitzel Kelev. That Stam Dalas, Stam doors, you should know that Kelevim are probably going to be able to get in. And the Kelev is going to find his way to get under it. And therefore, that's why it's not basically what he's saying is that it's not something not normal. It's not something Mishunna because it's normal for the dog to try to dig his way in. Therefore, if he does it, it's not going to be Mishunna. It's not going to be a told of Karen that you're only going to be Chatzinezagon, but rather it's going to be regular Shane or Rego, whatever the case is, that you're going to be Chayev, Nezek Shalim. But the Gemara asks, this case of the dog that took this coal, that took the cookie with the coal, ate the cookie, and burnt up the Gaddish with the coal. Where exactly did he eat the cookie? We said on, on the cookie, is going to be Chayev Nezek Shalim, because that's regular Shane. He ate Lana Asa. He's obviously eating for his own benefit. And you're going to be Chayev Nezek Shalim for Shane. But where did he eat it exactly? If you're going to tell me that he ate it somewhere else, by a different Gaddish. So he went into Ruvain's dog, went into Shimon's property, took Shimon's Harara and went to Levi's Gaddish in Levi's property and ate the Harara and burnt the Gaddish over there. Then Then how in that case is he Chayv Nezek Shalim because of Shane by eating the cookie? We need Uber Bezdeachar. It's not Uber Bezdeachar. Again, in order to be Chayv for Shane, it has to be in the Chatra Nezek. But if you're telling me the case is where he took the cookie out of the Chatra Nezek and he went to someone else's field to burn down his Gaddish and that's where he ate the cookie, so he didn't eat the cookie in the Chatra Nezek. Why exactly is he Chayv? You don't have Uber Bezdeachar. Says the Gemara, like we're talking about a case where he ate the cookie in the same property as the owner of the cookie because the owner of the cookie was also the owner of the of the Gaddish and he ate it the Gaddish the Balcharara he ate it by the Gaddish that belonged to the Balcharara the owner of the cookie as well and since it was in the Chatzar Nizik, he ate the cookie in the Chatzar Nizik, so he's going to be Chayv Nezik Shalim like regular Shane Sends the Gemara maybe we could prove something from here Tifshoit the Pi Parah 
Can we prove a fundamental question we have somewhere else, a very, very interesting question, that the mouth of the paro, or the mouth of someone's animal, however you want to look at it, whatever animal it was, the pea paro over here, so the mouth of the cow, is that considered the chatzra nizik or the chatzra mazik? So if the cow walks into someone's field, the chatzra nizik, and he starts eating fruit, now the fruit before he eats it has to go through his mouth, obviously. So when they go into his mouth, is that considered like he's still in the chatzra nizik and therefore you're going to be chayiv because it's shane and the rishos of the nizik, or are going to be chayiv? Or are we going to say that as soon as the food goes into his mouth, it's considered like it's in the chatzra mazik because the mazik owns this animal and therefore the mouth is the chatzra of the mazik? So you're actually going to be putter. For eating it, and the Gemara is going to ask, okay, so how exactly do you have any case where you eat and you're going to be chayv on Shane? But either way, is the mouth of the par considered on the chatzar of the nizik, and therefore you're going to be chayv by Shane, or is it considered like the mouth, like the chatzar of mazik, and you're going to be putter by Shane? So says the Gemara from here, maybe tifshay the pi parak chatzar nizik. I mean, maybe we should prove from here that the mouth of the par is like the chatzar nizik. Why the chatzar the chatzar mazik? I mean, because if it's considered like the chatzar of the mazik, then le mole. Why can't this person tell? The owner of the cookie, I don't have to pay you. My boy, Riftach, the Pumid What's your Riftach? What's your bread doing in the mouth of my dog? <laughs> so you could tell him, listen, it's in the end of the day, my, the, my dog's mouth is the Chatzar Mazik. That's my Chatzar. And what's your cookie doing in my Chatzar? What's your cookie doing in my dog's mouth? And since it's in the Chatzar Mazik, I wouldn't have to pay. So from the fact that we're saying you're going to have to pay on the cookie, isn't that a raya to what the question was? That really the mouth of the dog or the mouth of the cow is really like the Chatzar Mazik since he's standing the Misa in the field of the Nizik. It's like the field in the Nizik, and you're still going to be chayv, even though it went through his mouth. Says the Gemara, and you know why we would have this suffix debailu? Because it was a question in the yeshiva that pi parah kechatzar and dami, or kechatzar amazik dami. Is the mouth of the parah like the chatzar and nizik, and therefore you're going to be chayv for Shane? Or is it like the chatzar amazik, and you're actually going to be potter on Shane? Because he, it, it happened in the Rishus of the Mazik. Says the Gemara, v'yamert kechatzar amazik dami. Let's just try to understand this question. On the side that you're going to tell me it's like the chatzar amazik, that the mouth of the cow is like the chatzar amazik, and therefore you're going to be potter on Shane. Then Shane the chayv. How do you ever find the case of Shane? What we were all thinking. How do you ever find the case of Shane that you're going to be chayv on in the Torah? Anytime the animal eats, it's going through his mouth. His mouth is the Rishos of the Mazik. If you're going to tell me Shane is butter in the Rishos of the Mazik, said, how do you ever have a case of Shane that you're going to be chayv in? Summer of Mari, Brader of Kana, Kigon Shin is chak, you're right. The case is not going to be where it ate something because anytime it ate something, it goes through its mouth. The mouth is the Chatzar and Mazik according to that side. And therefore, you're not going to be chayv. So how do you possibly have a case of Shane that's going to be chayv? A different case of Shane. Something that has the characteristics of Shane, but not something that it ate. For example, a case like we learned. If it rubbed and scratched itself against a wall for its hana, and it knocked over the wall, so that's a case it didn't go into the mouth of the animal. And therefore, as long as that happened in the Chatzar Nizik, you're going to be chayv for Shane. With tin for Paris, Lanasa, or it, or it uh, dirtied Paris and it rolled around in Paris in order to get Hana from that. So these are part of Shane, as we know, because they have the same characteristics that it's Yesh Hanalezeka. But the point is that it didn't go through the mouth. And therefore, there's no question about whether it's the Chatzar Mazik or not. And in these cases, as long as it's in the Chatzar Mazik, you're rather going to be chayv by Shane. Maskev the Marzutra, but Marzutra asked on him like this How could you possibly tell me that the one case, that, that the case that the Torah was Machayev you by Shane, is only Nishak or tin for Paris on us, but it's not talking about a case where the animal actually ate food. Where the animal ate someone else's Paris, even if it was in the Nizik's field, he's not going to be chai because that's considered the Chatzar Mazik, and that's not the case of Shane where you're going to be chai. Where, where you're going to be chai. Says We need to fulfill it. What about the Pasuk that says, which was actually one of the Pasukim we brought in the beginning of the Masechta, where we learned Pshat in the word, what does Ubir mean? So Ubir, we find another word, Yavar in the Pasuk, just like over there, it's a tooth. So 
to means Shane. But the point is, means that that it's dealing with the case where the Karen, the item, was completely destroyed. The entire Karen of the thing, the entire principle of what was there was completely, completely destroyed. And all the parents were eaten, for example. So that's a case of Shane, where the entire thing was destroyed. But like, you don't have that. If you're going to tell me that the only case of Shane is when the behemoth knocks over a wall, or when the behemoth rolls around in some payrus, that's not a case where it's completely, completely destroyed. It's somewhat destroyed, and it's Shane, but it's not completely destroyed. And again, not that Shane has to... In every case, it's only going to be Shane if it's completely destroyed. That's not true. It doesn't have to be completely destroyed in order to be Shane. But as the Rajma explains, we still need to find the case. At least one case where it could be directly destroyed. It could be completely destroyed. The Pasuk says, Until it's gone. Until it's eliminated. Until it's completely destroyed. So where do you have this possible case? I understand if you're going to tell me that Shane, you could be Chayv if the animal's eating Pedro. So it eats it until it destroys it. And until it's totally gone. But there's no other case. If you're going to tell me that's not a case of Shane. And the only case of Shane is when it knocks over a wall or it rolls around the pages. So how do you have a case? We need to find at least one case of Shane where this does apply that has shown in the past that it completely destroys it. You don't have such a thing. Says like, Ravina, Ravina answers. Actually, we could find it. The Shaf tell me the only case where you're destroying it completely is not necessarily when the animal's eating the perus. Even if you want to tell me that's not going to be a case of shame because really the mouth of the animal is like the rishos of the mazik and therefore you're not going to be chayv. So you want to know where the case, kashir gola that you're going to be completely destroy the karen by shame. The shav tell me, when he was going against and stra- scratching himself against this wall, he destroyed surais and there were different drawings on this wall and he completely destroyed them. So that's a case that he completely destroyed them. And that is total destruction of those surais that were on the wall. Ravashi says, even in the case that he was rolling around in the mud, rolling around on the paris and massaging his guf, so that was a case where he actually ended up completely destroying the paris while doing that and they're totally unusable. They got involved in tit and a whole nakishmak thing and therefore... In these cases, even if it's not the classic eating Paris, because according to this, according to the Tad, that the mouth is the Rishos of the Mazik, you're actually not going to be Chayv over there. So where is the case that you're going to be Chayv for Shane? So as we saw in this, or Tinfa Paris Lana Asa, and in those two cases, as Ravina Ravashi just said, it's actually possible of Michalia Karna. It's possible of Kashri Yavara Golal Ad Tumid. So it's completely destroyed. In the case of the wall, where you completely destroyed the Tsuris that were on the wall, the case of the Paris, where you completely destroyed the Paris by rolling around in them. So the Gemara, again, is still trying to be pushed at this Shaila about whether the mouth of the para, the mouth of the para, is that considered the Chatzar Nizik or the Chatzar Mazik Nafkamina? Are you going to be Patar Chai by Shane? Says Gemara, Tashma, I'll bring you a Raya from a Mishnah in Sanhedrin. The Mishnah says like this Shisa Baisa Kalev. So someone incited a dog onto his friend, or Shisa Baisa Nachash, or he incited a snake onto his friend to go and bite him. So in these cases, by the way, important to note, the dog and the snake did not belong to him, they belonged to someone else. Now someone came, he incited this dog to go and bite that person, and he incited this snake to go and to bite that person, Potter. So the is, if they went and they followed his orders and they bit and let's say they killed him or they did damage to him, Potter, he's going to be Potter. The one who incited the dog and the snake is going to be Potter since he didn't do it by Yodayim. He didn't actually do anything by Yodayim. It was only a Grama and we know Grama and Ezekiel Potter. He's going to be Potter. Says so Grama Potter. Who is going to be Potter over here? So Mishasa Potter. It's the one, meaning the one who incited this dog to go and bite his friend. He's going to be Potter. But the Bal Kelev, the owner of the dog is actually going to be Chayv because his dog ended up damaging. But if you're going to tell me that the mouth of the para is Kachatzer Amazik, tell me it's considered the mouth, of, it's considered like the Chatzer Amazik, then Lemolei, why can't the owner of the dog say to the person that was bitten, say to the Nizik, what is your hand doing in the mouth of my dog? It shouldn't have been in the mouth of my dog. If the mouth of the dog 
or the mouth of the para. It's exchangeable. But if the mouth of the dog over here is considered like the reshus of the mazik, then why is he going to be chayev? Because his dog bit this person. Tell him, what's your hand doing in my dog's mouth? Very simple. And from the fact that he doesn't have that taina, and we said that he's going to be chayev, the gemara was medayik, that the owner of the dog is actually going to be chayev, and he can't say this taina of get your hand out of my dog's mouth. No, he can't say that, and you're actually going to be chayev. So we see that as long as you're in the chatzra nizik, even if the dog bit him and his hand was inside his mouth, inside the mouth is even still considered the reshus of the nizik, and that's why you're going to be chayev. Says the gemara, not necessarily raya, because ema potter af mishasa. Because again, what was the whole deal? The deal was that the person who incited the dog is going to be potter. Mashma, the owner of the dog is going to be chayev. No, don't read it that way. Ema potter af mishasa. Even the one that incited the dog is going to be potter, but also the owner of the dog could be potter because maybe the mouth of the dog is actually like the chatzar mazik, and therefore you're going to be potter because it's not the reshus of the nizik. Another answer we could say is the apke lenive visarti. Really, you could tell me that really the owner of the dog is going to be chayev. I if he's going to be chayev, then it's a raya that the mouth is like the chatzar nizik because if it was like the chatzar mazik, then he wouldn't be chayev. No, I can tell you it's a case the apke lenive visarti that the dog bit this person and when his teeth were outside his mouth, so he had like buck teeth or whatever the case was, he put his teeth outside his mouth, whatever the position of the bite was, the teeth weren't inside the mouth when he bit him, and he bit him in a knife in that it wasn't inside the mouth. And even if you want to say on the side that the mouth of the part is like the Chatzra Mazik, still over there he's going to be chai because it happened in the Chatzra Nizik because it wasn't inside the mouth. Says the Gemara, continuing to trying to prove this suffix again. Whether the mouth of the para that did the damage, or the mouth of any animal that did the damage, in our case, the dog or the snake, is that considered the rishos of the mazik, and therefore you're going to be putter, because shane rishos mazik is obviously putter, or it's considered the rishos of the nizik, as long as you're in his backyard, even if it went into your dog's mouth, you're still going to be high, because in the end of the day, you're in the chatzra nizik, and even inside his mouth, he's considered the chatzra nizik, it says in the maratash mal, I'll bring you right from the safe of that mishnah, in Sanhedrin, this time someone picked up a snake, and put it to his friend's arm, and literally, the snake bit, but he Bit, he made sure, he put the snake on his friend's arm and made sure the snake bit his friend. So the person died. Remuda Mechaev. Remuda is going to be Mechaev, this person, Misa, because he's a Retzach, because he took this snake and with his Kayach, he literally killed the person by putting it on his arm. You're going to be Potter from the Misa. Remuda explains, if you want to understand the Machlaikis between Remuda and the Chachamim over here, it's Machlaikis over here, a little bit of Metzias. How do we look at this? When someone takes the mouth of a snake and puts it on his friend's arm and makes sure that the snake bites his friend and it's a poisonous snake, the guy dies. How do we look at it? That as soon as he touches the snake, that it's coming from the of the person that he's pressing down and causing the venom to come out, or the snake has to release it by himself. So, according to the Buddha, that says you're going to be chayev, so he's going to say that the poison of the snake, the venom, is really it's made between his teeth and it's standing there between his teeth, and therefore, Mimela, as soon as you press down on your friend's arm, the venom is going to be ejected into his arm, and he's going to die. Lefikoch, therefore, makish b'sayev v'nachash pater. Therefore, the person that took the snake and, and killed the person with it, he's going to get sayev, like a regular retzach. He's going he's gonna to have a din of misa. He's going to be put to death by bezin because he's a regular retzach because he's the one that pressed it to it and pressed the teeth, and then the venom naturally comes out. It was him that did it. V'nachash pater. And then nachash is going to be pater. What does that mean? Nachash pater? Yeah, because we know a shar, for example, that kills a person is a shar and it's called the shar gets skila. So that relates to any animal that kills a person is actually going to be put to death. So should the nachash be put to death because it killed the person over here? No, the nachash is actually going to be put there because the nachash didn't do anything. The person did it. The person pressed it against the arm, which caused the venom to come out, but it wasn't the nachash that released the venom that killed the person. And therefore the nachash is going to be put to for me over here. 
And according to the Chachamim that say you're going to be potter in the situation, even if he took the snake and literally bit the friend with it, the Chacham are going to say you're potter. Why? Because the Nachash had to release the venom itself. As much as you put the snake's mouth on your friend's arm, venom's not going to come out unless the snake decides to release it, according to the Chachamim. And therefore, he ejects the venom by himself, and therefore it was really the Nachash that chose to kill this person. The person might have made it uh, very easy once he pressed his mouth to his friend, but it was the snake that decided to eject the venom, and therefore, therefore the snake will be put to death like a regular animal that kills a person, like a Sharanisko. Umakish Potter and the person that put the snake to his friend, he's actually going to be Potter because he wasn't the sole reason that this person died. It was really the snake that decided on his own to release the venom. And now the Gemara wraps it up. Again, the whole reason why we just brought this is because we're trying to enter the suffix. Is the mouth of the Parah considered like the Rishus of the Mazik or the Rishus of the Nizik? And now the Gemara wraps it up. If you're going to tell me that the mouth of the Parah has the dinner of the Chatzar Mazik, then Then if so, why according to the Chachamim is the Nachash going to be Chai Misa? Why do you have to kill the snake? And then the day, Lay the owner of the snake should just tell him, my What is your hand doing in my snake's mouth? If inside the mouth of your animal is considered the Chatzar Mazik, then what's your hand doing in my animal's mouth? And then the day, he has that taina. And from the fact that he doesn't have that taina over here, and we are going to put the snake to death, and the owner of the snake can't protest and say, what are you doing in my Rishos? Obviously, we don't say that. And obviously, the mouth of the snake is considered the Chatzar Anizik, says the Gemara, not necessarily Araya. Maybe we don't say this, Linian Katala. Where the whole discussion of whether the mouth of the Parra is like is like the Rishus of the Mazik or the Rishus of the Nizik, that's right by regular Nizikan, but by Katala, by a case where someone was animal is going to be put to death. In this case, we don't say the svara of my bayodcha. What's your hand doing in my animal's mouth? We're not going to say that. And even if you want to tell me that the mouth is considered like the Rishus of the Mazik, we're still going to kill the snake. But again, as it relates to Nezikin, Tashlume Nezikin, then maybe actually we're going to consider like the Chatzar Mazik, and we're considering the, the mouth like the Chatzar Mazik, and maybe actually going to be Potter. But again, Ketala, as it relates to killing the snake, that is not going to be, we're not going to be able to say this Svara of what are you doing in my animal's mouth. Who said we make this Chilek between Ketala and regular Nezikin? Who said we can't say this Svara by Ketala? We actually find it in Ebrisa. Someone who goes into the Chatzar, the Balabais, without Rishos. So someone enters someone else's field, and that that person that who owns the field, he had a shark there. And the shark sees some random guy coming in and goes, gores him and kills him. And this person dies. So the shark is going to be put to death, like a shark that kills a person is a shark and it's going to put to death. But the Bailam is going to be potter from Kaifer because on that day it was the Chatar Mazik. And he's going to be Potter over here. And the Gemara explains, By the Paturim and the my time, but what's the reason that the Balaam are going to be Potter from Kaifer over here? The Amalabur Shusi my boys. Because he's going to say to him, not to him, because the person's dead, but he could tell him, not him again, the Amalabur Shusi my boys. What are you doing in my Rishos? Like, meaning, he, you had no right to come in my Rishos, so if you died, don't play me. And Shairanami says the Gemara, if that's the Svara, then why can't he say the same thing about a Shar? Why is the Shar Chai Misa? Why do we put the Shar to death? Why can't he also say, Lay he should tell him, my boys, Bershusi. What is, what are you doing? in my Rishos. Why does my Shor have to be killed now because you came into the Rishos and I killed you? And then the day, my Baris Bishusi, what are you doing in my Rishos? And even my Shor shouldn't be killed. So Allah, so we see from this very clearly, what we just said a minute ago, that Lenin Katala, regarding killing the animal, so killed the person, Loi Amrina, we don't say this Svara of my boy Rishos, what are you doing in my Rishos? But rather, even if he came into the Rishos, even if he's not allowed to be in the Rishos, even if it's in the Rishos of the Mazik, we are still going to kill the animal if it ended up killing a person. But as it relates to Nazikin, maybe it's going to be different. And again, 
maybe the mouth of the animal would actually be considered like the Chatzar Amazik. The Gemara ends off with the story. Hanu Tarbu. There were goats that belonged to these people's, this Mishpacha that's name was Tarbu. They were causing problems to Rebbe They were being mafsed him, meaning these goats were coming into his field and they were eating his, uh, they were eating his stuff. So Amr Leila Abaye, Rebbe Yosef told Abaye, his Talmud. He said, Zil Go tell the owners of these goats to put them away and make sure they don't come and damage me. So Amr Leila Abaye told Rebbe Yosef, Am I Eza? Why exactly should I go? I'm not going to accomplish anything. The Iazilna, if I go, I'm really, they're just going to tell me, that you should build a fence. What, you're telling me to watch my goats? You should build a fence so my goats don't come into your field. Says Gemara, so what do we see from here? The Godar, if this is true, that the Nizik is actually Mechuyiv to build a fence to guard it, and if he didn't build a fence and someone else's goats come in, then that's really his problem. If you're going to tell me that's true, then Shein Dechayv Rechmana Heichim How do you possibly have a case of Shein that the Torah was Mechayiv? You had to have a case of an animal that goes into the Chatzar Nizik. If he didn't build walls and he didn't guard it properly so the animal was able to come in. So, according to what we just said, he, you shouldn't be chayiv because the nizik didn't guard his own stuff properly. But if he did guard it properly, how do you even get into the field? So, why would you ever be chayiv in a case of shame? How do you possibly have a count and find the case? Says the Gemara, what it said before, Kishachastra. We're talking about a case where he did guard it properly. He built the fences around his property. That's why he did take the proper precautions as a nizik, but the animal still got in because it dug under the fence. Inami, or we could say, he built a fence, but it fell at nighttime, and therefore in these cases, the Nizik took upon himself the Shmira he was supposed to, but still the animal got in, and that's the case, that the owner of the animal is actually going to be Chayiv because of Shane. But in Echanami, you're right, if he didn't take proper care of guarding his field, he didn't put up any fences or anything, then you're not necessarily going to be Chayiv if your animal goes into his field. Some say it was Rabba, announced, the ones coming up to Eretz Yisrael, and the ones going down from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, you should all know this din. That Hanu Izei those goats in the Shuk, which means that the goats that are they're going to be shechted, they're not used for anything else, but rather they're waiting to be shechted and sold. They're that are causing people loss. You should know that What you should do is, you have to warn the owners two or three times. If they listen, they listen and they take care of their animals and make sure they don't damage. And if they don't listen, you could tell them, go back and sit in your store and take the money, I'm buying it right now. Meaning even if they don't want to sell because they want to wait for the Yom shuk because it's going to be worth more money, you could take it, you could shecht it and give him the money because the animal's going around being mafsed and he did not listen to the warnings and this is a special din that all you should know, the sulk and the elu, the nachs and the tata, the ones coming up to Eretz Yisrael and the ones going down from... And the ones going down from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, you should all know this din. And this is what Rabbi Yosef, the Itema Rabba, was machers. 